I'm Kevin Thomas. John Epps here, moving the chains. John, we had some good football tonight. We had some blowouts tonight. We had some, maybe not upsets, but some some kind of surprises tonight. A little bit of everything, and, and man, just a great night of football all, all around. I tell you, some some teams, some folks had a really fun night, and some teams had a really bad time. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, we were over in Anderson at Hillcrest and T.L. Hannah playing for the for the region championship there. Um, really, really cool game that we got to see. You know, very great great facilities over there, John. I tell you what, I was blown away. I, I haven't been to a ton of uh, baseball parks in, in college, but I know that I've watched, I follow Clemson baseball a good bit. Mm-hmm. And I've seen them play Boston College in baseball up in Chestnut Hill. I'm telling you, T.L. Hannah's got a better baseball facilities than I think Boston College. And I'm not exaggerating. They have an indoor, um, mm-hmm. what do you call it, bat- batting cage, basically. Yep, yep, um, yep. Indoor. A nice facility. Not like, oh, a barn that's covered. No, it is like glass doors. Air conditioned. It's the real deal. Very, very nice. It's the real deal. Very nice. Yeah. I was extremely impressed. Turf yeah. field on the softball field. Great looking field. Softball field. Turf baseball field. Turf football field. Everything clean, mm-hmm. new. They had the uh, the flashing lights for the, yeah. the big lights, lights like Sanford Stadium. It was, it was awesome. It was, it was cool. great. Well, shout out to you guys. We've got seven viewers already. Chris, get in here with a comment. Chris Blaine, what's up, man? Big win for your Indians tonight. Great to, like to have, great to have you tuned in. Great to have them back on the field tonight for sure. Like I said, Kevin Thomas, John Epps here, moving the chains. Week seven, final regular season week of the season. A lot of good football games. This team started to gear up for the playoffs, John. Let's run through the upstate scores. Let's run through, run through the uh, statewide scores, and we'll give kind of a recap of the game we were at and then kind of go from there. But let's start in the upstate of the game we were at. T.L. Hannah 31, Hillcrest 16. T.L. Hannah wins region championship. They will host Ridgeview next week. Hillcrest will go to Northwestern. Our other game of the week in the upstate, Rin 55, Powdersville 19. BHP blows out Palmetto 52-18. Shocker here. Maybe not shocker, maybe not upset, but just a, a score people probably didn't see coming. Camden 30, Burns 19. That's right. 3A Camden comes up to Nixon Field and beats 5A Burns 30-19. Heard him. Union County, 42, Broome, 41. Maybe the game of the night right there, John. Great game there. Spartanburg upsets Bowling Springs, 30 to 20. Woodruff, 49, Chesney, 28. St. Joe's upsets Christchurch, 36 to 29. Malden all over easily, 49 to 6. Gaffney beats Blackwood, 24 to 18 in the first ever meeting between those two programs there. Greenville, 31, JL Man, 6. Travelers Rest beats Pickens, 56 to 13. Greenwood shuts out Emerald 28-0. Saluda beats 96-26-13. Clinton all over Strom Thurmond 38-6, John. They're kind of a shocker to me. Pendleton 23, Seneca 19. Woodmont 48, Southside 18. Southside Christian 56, Whitmire 6. Abbeville 63, Liberty 0. Blacksburg 42, Blue Ridge 39. Uh, a couple, couple, couple postponements. Greer postponed. Chapman postponed. Um, then our other two games of the week. North Myrtle Beach blows out Myrtle Beach to win that region championship, thirty-four to six. And then Newberry gets into the playoffs behind a thirty-five to nineteen victory over Batesburg. Leesville, a couple more scores in here. I see um, Wagner Sally sixty-two to twenty over 
Calhoun County, Mark Tyrell Cordley sent that in. Appreciate you there, Mark. John, hit us with some statewide scores here. So we'll start with Central. Central of Pageland knocking off Chesterfield tonight, 40 to 13. That actually not a final yet, but Central of Pageland, they're gonna they're gonna cruise in that one. I don't think you read this score yet. In Pickens, we are TR. Blows out the Blue Flame 56 to 13 in that one. Big win for the Devil Dogs. Pendleton out now Seneca tonight 23 to 19. Carlton County all over Hilton Head Island 34 to 13 tonight. Keenan a big winner over Timberland 52 to 6 in that one. Here's a very close game. Scott's Branch over C.A. Johnson 36 35 tonight. C.A. Johnson, the Hornets still having a good season. That's, that's, they've had a good year. That's yeah. a tough loss for them going to the playoffs. Good season still, for those guys. So far. Newberry, a winner on the road tonight against Bakesburg Leesville, 35-19. I don't know. If you could go across the state, I don't know that anyone's got a better resume. Well, actually, I take that back. I think the only team with a better resume, probably the Newberry thus far, is probably Greg Legion. They yeah, beat those guys beat everybody. The top yeah. teams in 2A. Um, they've done very, very well. And Oceanside Collegiate, the top team in 3A as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Last year, last week, that was great that beat Oceanside, right? Yep. Yeah, yep, so that's that correct. Um, Chapin knocks off York tonight, 27-21. And this is something we'll talk about in a little bit. Chapin making the long trip mm-hmm. up to York County. And, hey, they get paid off getting a victory on the road. Ran, as we talked about... Uh, Blowout. We kind of expected that. Fifty-five, mm-hmm. nineteen over Powdersville. Patriots. Yeah, good season, but they they're not ready for the big time. It doesn't seem like but a huge step forward for them. Huge step forward. Whale Branch blows out Estill tonight, hanging a fifty burger on those guys, fifty to zero in that game. West Ashley, a big winner on the road. They knock off Stratford tonight, forty-nine to fourteen. St. Joseph's, they knock off Christchurch in a close game tonight, 36 to 29 in that one. James Island over St. John's, 17 to 6. Spring Valley rolls over Richland Northeast, 55 to 6. North Central continues to have a great season up in Bonetown. They knock off Great Falls, 54 to 8 in that game. Saluda with a nice win tonight on the road. They beat 96 by a score of 26 to 13. Silver Bluff, they shut out Midland Valley tonight, 19-0. Silver Bluff, a school, either we just haven't caught a whole lot of scores from them, or they just haven't played a ton of football this <laughs> Could year. be a combo of the two. Hey, you know, this year, it's hard to tell. Who knows? Hard to tell. St. James, a winner tonight over Loris, 24-12. Cross, a winner over Lake Marion, 34-18. Baptist Hill knocks off North Charleston tonight, 22-8. A battle for Florence. West Florence, a closer game than I expected mm-hmm. in this one. They beat South Florence 24 to 20. Greenwood gets a shutout tonight. They defeat Emerald 28 to 0. Crescent, they shut out Dixie tonight 34 to nothing. Wilson Elko 58. Denmark Olar 39. Hartsville 69. Darlington 26. And Clinton over Strom Thurmond tonight 38 to 6. I don't have a final score on this. But I do know Dylan did knock off Marlboro County tonight. Bit of a rivalry game there in the PD there. A um, couple more scores, more so from the Midlands here. Irmo knocks off Westwood tonight, 36-14. to Some playoff implications in that game. Louisville shuts out Eau Claire, 40-0. to 
River Bluff all over Lexington tonight, 35 to 10. And a couple notes for you here. Fairfield Central will play in Mid-Carolina tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. And flipping the script back to Thursday, Orangeburg-Wilkinson knocked off Airport 37-18. And Pelion, they make the playoffs for the first time since, I think, 2006. And I believe they won they, the region, too, with that win, correct? Yes. Maybe they win the region for the first time since 2006. They beat Wade Hampton from the Lowcountry 12-6 to to, um, Thursday night. As well, so that's our scores from around the state, around the Midlands. Um, a little bit light. More. Go ahead, sorry. A little bit light on the scores. Uh, yeah, not, not a ton of scores. I just saw a little more um, upstate score coming through. East side forty-eight, Riverside forty-two. Ooh. Eagles have uh, have a have a couple wins there to end the season for them. One more I just saw go through was uh, Goose Creek up. Uh, maybe not upsetting, but Goose Creek beat Somerville thirty to twenty-seven in overtime. John, we were just talking about how they had the. Uh, Pretty cool uniforms. They got some the really Jordan Blacks stuff. tonight they came out with, so that was cool. One more upstate score. Berea beats Carolina 43-18. to Kind of funny. Uh, I'm pretty sure those teams have already played once this year. I believe Berea blew them out both times. So, funny how that worked out. That's Do not wanna... good when you get blown out by Berea. No, no. Do you have one more shout out on the score, John? You didn't mention this one here. This is uh, Ski's a playoff time already. The PD Academy Golden Eagles get a victory over the Buford Eagles 49-28. to at, uh, at the lawn at home this uh, fr- this evening. So they'll play, I believe, on the road next Friday night. But big win there for, for PD. John, uh, I want to give a quick shout-out to our social media uh, channels for everybody. You know, obviously, if you're watching on Facebook, Moving the Chains SC, love uh, love having you guys comment. So I see, you know, Patrick's in here commenting, Mark's in here commenting, Chris's in here commenting. Appreciate you guys tuning in. I see Rashodi's in here as well. Haley, Travis, Michael, Patrick, uh, Jamie. Mark Tyrell Corey's in here. A lot of viewers appreciate you guys. Obviously, if you're if you're watching the video, click that like button. We really appreciate that. It helps get our engagement up. Hit the little uh, I think it's hard or whatever from the top right. Subscribe so you know when we go live. Like our whole page. Love for you to share it. And tell your friends as well. We have some really cool stuff coming for you guys. Next week we'll be doing our annual playoff preview shows. We're gonna do a one A, two A, three A together, and then a four A, five A together. Still figuring out the nights we're going to do a Tuesday, Thursday, or a Monday, Wednesday, whatever. We'll figure it out and let you guys know for sure ahead of time with a little bit of an event page there for you. But you can follow us on Facebook. Also, go like our Twitter page, Moving Chains, M-O-V-I-N-C-H-A-I-N-S. Like our Instagram page, same handle there. On Twitter, we post a lot more updates throughout the weekend. Instagram, we try to do more photo, kind of some cool photos we take at the games and videos and whatnot. It's always cool to post that stuff. We also put the show up on YouTube afterwards in case you want to watch it there. And then we, we do an audio-only version that we put out on uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you, listen, wherever you listen to your podcast at. So you can hear that off your driving to work, or driving to the game tomorrow in Carolina, wherever you're doing. Plug us in there and uh, check us out. And, you know, we've been doing these preview shows throughout the week. This, this, this last one was our biggest one yet so far this yeah, season, John. So that yeah. was cool to see. And thank you guys for viewing that. We'll see Amy Rush is in here now. Appreciate you for that. Comment from Chris. He says, Somerville is headed to do it short next week. So Somerville season Ooh. is... Over, John. Ooh. Gonna call it now. Um, and you know, and that's what you get. We we've noticed this out of Somerville a little bit this year. Mm-hmm. It sounds like they've played pretty good football. Yep. Could it be they Fort Dorchester? They can't close the game. Could it be yeah. Goose Creek? That's two can't wins you gotta the add there. Out. That's tough there. But you win those two games, your season's totally different. Yep, exactly right, exactly right. So uh, or one of those two, John. Let's get into this game that we were at tonight. We we traveled over to Anderson County. Um, Big shout-out also to the AD at uh, T.L. Hannah, John Can for hooking us up with the passes tonight. We, we appreciate being able to go there and cover that game. Uh, Hillcrest played over at T.L. Hannah for the region championships, John. 
that was region, I believe it's uh, 1-5A, if I'm, if I'm correct on my notes here. I've got it in here somewhere, but it's not really important. Uh, yeah, it is region 1-5A for that championship. Both those teams were already in the uh, already in the playoffs there. Both undefeated coming in. Yeah, both, both undefeated. Um, you know, neither team have been super impressive. They hadn't had like a really big win. I mean, you know, T.L. Hannah's win last week over Westside was very impressive. Besides that. Kind of that, weak schedule that both of them played. Yep, Hillcrest kind of kind of sneaking across and just keep getting victories, keep getting victories. But comes out, T.L. Hannah wins 31-16. You know, John, the game could not have started any worse for for Hillcrest. But then they kind of, you know, they kind of bounced back. You know, opening kickoff, Hillcrest guy fumbles it, picks it up, fumbles it again. T.L. Hannah falls on inside the 10. Hillcrest holds him to a three and out. Or, you know, holds him to yeah. a field goal there. Mm-hmm. Then Hillcrest drives down and scores a touchdown, goes up 7-3. They went right down the field. And what was impressive about that, that was a six-minute, 57-second drive mm-hmm. that they put together. So they, you know, Hannah scored that field goal at 10-29 on the clock in the first quarter. Hillcrest went down, scored on a three-yard quarterback keeper, a good little read option play uh, with 3:32 on the clock in the first quarter. I mean, basically, and, they literally chewed up half the first quarter on that one drive. You know, John, and that's something that we mentioned in the preview show, how both of these teams, they're kind of defensive-minded, and they really run the clock on you. You know, T.L. Hannon with that kind of triple option, uh, whatever wing, whatever you want to call their offense, a lot of running, a lot of chewing the clock. Hillcrest does it a little bit different way. They spread out a little more, more some read option, more just, you know, really hang out out of a, a one-back shotgun formation. But they keep the clock rolling, too. And uh, we, we saw that. The game went by pretty quickly. But go back to some, you know, keep going through the, through the game there as much as you want to, um, for sure. Yeah, you know, it was, I, I thought initially, okay, yeah, Hillcrest stepped on their, you know, got in their own way to the beginning, but great job to hold them to three mm-hmm. and then go right down the field. And what I saw in the first quarter, after the first quarter, it was, that score obviously held, it was 7-3 Hillcrest scoring the second quarter. Both teams, you could tell both defense were pretty stout, mm-hmm. but both teams were moving the ball, you know, three, four yards, three, four yards. But Hillcrest threw the ball around a little bit. Yep. Uh, Sophomore quarterback, the Judy kid, yeah. looked pretty solid, he, actually. He throws a good ball. He throws a good ball. Um, you know, Hannah threw a little bit of a screen pass first play of the game on that after that fumble recovery. Mm-hmm. They didn't throw another pass, I believe, until the second half. Did not complete one until the fourth quarter. That's for right. <laughs> That's right. Um, so they were very one-track mind. We're going to run it. Whereas Hillcrest, I thought, okay, they got a little more weapons in the back. Mm-hmm. Good-looking quarterback can throw a good ball. They can run it. But, you know, they, they can spread the field out a little bit, three, four wide receivers, and throw the ball a little bit. And I thought, okay, Hillcrest has got more going on here. They can win this game. But, you know, Hannah just, they kind of took over with the run game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morrison Kidd got a touchdown, first touchdown for Hannah. Early, it was actually the first play of the second quarter. They went up mm-hmm. 10-7. Hillcrest comes back, puts together a decent drive. They hit a 32-yard field goal, tie the game at 10. And then um, later in the second half, uh, Hudson, J.J. Hudson for yep. Hannah. Very yep. impressive. Uh, big kid, running back. Mm-hmm. He takes a, you know, an inside handoff, and then you know he had a good hole up the middle. And, and give props to the Hillcrest defense line because they played pretty they well. They did play very well. They got beat a handful of times. Yep. And this is one of the plays they just got beat. Good blocking up front, and Hudson was able to – Kick it out far side, get to the corner. He gets fifty-four yards. They go up yeah. seventeen. That was really the one big play. Yeah, Hannah had all day. Besides that, it was three, four yards at a time. No, nothing really broke big for them yeah. except for that one. And there was also a really good, uh, good hustle play 
on hand, a wide receiver. So, you know, the 54-yard run, they took the ball. You know, they're in 46. I would say about the young, maybe the 15, 10-yard line of Hillcrest, wide receivers run down the field, mm-hmm. and he really sealed off that last yep. guy to uh, get Hudson to the end zone. But, you know, 17-10 at that point, and that was the score going into the locker room. And Kevin and I were talking at halftime, go, hey, you know, the and I forget what coaches, there's probably a lot of coaches actually, he said the two biggest drives of the game are that last drive before halftime and then the first drive coming out to the second half. And uh, we saw punts. We, we saw one punt in the first half. Start of the third quarter, defense has buckled down a little bit. But at the end of the third quarter, Hudson springs off for another 24-yard touchdown run and gets to the corner. And it makes it 24-10, just two minutes left in the third quarter. And that kind of – I felt like we saw Hillcrest press a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the way that both of these teams operate, especially Hannah. Hey, we're going to run the ball. We're going to take yep. our time. We're going to chew up the clock. And it, it really made Hillcrest press a little. Yeah. And then halfway through the uh, fourth quarter, Hannah got the got that touchdown pass. A good ball. Yeah, they yeah threw, it was. Uh, back yeah, threw it up high, back of the end zone, let the big kick come down with it. Uh, but, you know, it's 24-10 at this point, Hillcrest pressing, and then with 6-19 to play in the game, Hillcrest then goes up 31-10. to And, you know, Hillcrest had a good drive coming back where they really started throwing the ball all over the field, mm-hmm. really moving the ball well. They scored again before 56 left, and it's 31 They missed the extra point, but it's 31-16 at this point, and think, okay, there's five minutes left. If they kick the onside kick, if they get it and can go down and score, all right, now we got a little bit of a ball game here. Hannah comes out ready for the onside kick, and Hillcrest kicks it deep. Kicks Which it is such an odd decision with that with the Hannah offense. If they won first down, they shoot yeah. run the clock out. So that was a shocker to me. And that's me. basically what they did. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So it, it was an interesting, um, interesting game plan mm-hmm. on that. But one thing I thought Hillcrest did well that you're not going to see in the box score is – you know, with four, four and a half minutes left in the third quarter, Hannah lines up for a 48-yard field goal attempt. And it's still 17-10 at this point. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking, okay, that's a big field goal. If they make this mm-hmm. go up two scores, uh, they miss it. It goes off the – it had plenty of distance, went off the upright. Yep. And then it was um, – gosh, I guess it was before that. Yeah, it was the before the end of the first half. Yeah, following interception too. Yeah, Hillcrest had thrown. Hillcrest blocked a thirty-seven yard field goal Mm -hmm. um, to keep that score seventeen ten as well. So two field goals in a row. Hillcrest did a good job keeping them off the board, Mm -hmm. but they just were not able to capitalize on offense. And I I think really they waited too long to really push the ball downfield because they could obviously do it. Yep. Um, Yep. I think, you know, it seems like their game plan was kind of just keep it conservative and just play defense and just hope that, you know, maybe the other team makes some mistakes. The problem when you play a team like T.L. Hanna, they're not going to make many mistakes with that offense. Like, that. yeah. that's a little, little old machine. You've got to be a little more aggressive because you've got to score almost your possessions. You're going to get limited possessions to start off with. You can't really hold back. And we saw, you know, we saw Hillcrest make two turnovers. And they were – and those weren't really – I'd say the first one. Yeah, kind of throwing back off to it a little bit. Yeah, wasn't yeah. That's not a great idea. But the second one, you know, he he's throwing the ball far side of the field. It's a tough throw. It's a mm-hmm. tough throw. Mm-hmm. But the cornerback, uh, number twenty-one for, I think it's Walter uh, Walter Smith, 
for T.L. Hand. He just made a really good play. Yeah. He, he broke on the ball, and, I mean, he, he was right there with the receiver and just kind of – he got his hands in front of the receiver's hands yeah. to pick that ball off. It was, it was more of a good play by yeah. Hannah. But, you know, yeah, I mean, that's it, it was conservative. And one thing that I was a little bit miffed by, I think that quarterback is good for the old press. Yeah, I think so too. But it, it was a lot of uh, long routes. There, there was one yeah. play where, you know, they're on the near side of the field, and they have a receiver – on the far side, and he he runs a, a long drag route across the field, and you know they they got the completion, but about, you know he's right on the sidelines, three or four yards, but it took so long yeah. for that kid to come. I mean, probably thirty five yards yep. to come across the field, and, and that's just uh, you're setting your guys up to really difficult to make a play there. Um, it was, you know, it was the, Hannah had a good defensive line, yeah. You know, the kid's on the run, yeah. throwing the ball, yeah. you know, trying to let these routes develop. It was tough. You know, I don't really see either one of these teams winning the 5A championship. I don't they probably win the 5A state playoff. Or even, I doubt they win upper state. Um, these teams, like, they're, they're solid football teams, but they're, you know, for them to win a game, they got to have a lot of breaks go their way. You know what I'm saying? You know, T.L. Hannah, I mean, with them, they've almost got to score every possession. Their defense is, is good, but it's not great. I thought they were a little better than, than I saw tonight. Um, but that offense, like it, it's not, it's not the same offense they had when they had the Meredith kid at quarterback and Zach Pickens, you know, running the fullback dives for them. It's not as explosive as it was then yeah. for sure. And then Hillcrest, um, you know, they, they're, they're not a bad football team. They're a decent football team, but I don't see them winning up the state for sure. But I think the problem with these two teams, I, I think both of them will suffer the same affliction in the playoffs. They're good if they can control the game. Yep, yep. If they can control the game, they have no problem running it. Mm-hmm. Chewing up clock, scoring twenty points, whatever. But either one, we saw it with Hillcrest in the second half, and I think we would see the same thing with Hannah, probably even more so. Yep. Because that Hannah passing game, pretty non-existent. Yes. If they get yes. down by seven, they can't you know, catch up. Yeah. Two or three scores, it's over. Yep. It's over. Yeah, but he more. I see uh, Katie's in here now watching. So is Logan. So is Charles. Appreciate you guys. A couple more comments here. Chris said he saw the. He called the preview show on Spotify this week. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate right. that. Uh, Patrick gets here saying that Blacksburg beat Blue Ridge. Yep, had that score. Okay. Appreciate that. Uh, Charles talking about Wren. Wren will play at Fairfield Central Central next week. Ooh, that's a tough road trip. That's you know, a tough and Wren's a pretty good team. As we see, tough see how it goes. Uh, I think they win that game, but I, that's a tough. That's a tough road game for Wren. That's a long trip too. Yep, going down the uh, the brackets will be released around lunchtime tomorrow. Right. I, you know, the thing is, Chris, I think most of them are already known. There's a couple, there's a couple yeah. at-larges we've got to see about, obviously. But, Those will be the big ones um, we want. Well, then we've got a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, uh, of ideas of where people are going. He also says, says Gaffney will play Dorman or Northwestern in the upstate title game. I think it's got to be Dorman. Um, I don't think Northwestern is that good, Chris. Um, they're a good I think team. they're going to have – I don't know if they're Dorman good. Play a claim of that. But it's going to be hard for them to beat yeah. Dorman yeah. or Gaffney. Chris, I gotta ask you this too. I heard this on the way back. We tuned into the Burns Camden game on the way back. Um, Cole Bryson, play play for Burns, good friend of mine, said that Gaffney has only lost one home playoff game in the last forty years. Can you confirm that? I, I don't know. I, I kind of believe, but it just seems like that's a very long time. He seemed very confident. Yes, he was very adamant about it. So I believe him, but that, that is a wild set of that's true. So Chris, if you can confirm that, would be great. Um, Really appreciate that. We're going to look it up, too. Yeah, I want to give a quick shout-out to our uh, sponsor, the George Agency. Guys, open enrollment's happening now. If you're a seasonal worker, 
Um, you know, if you're maybe like you work at a restaurant where you don't get insurance through your company or whatever it is, open enrollment is happening now through the end of, end of uh, November. Give those guys a call and uh, they can help you out. You know, call Richard, call Bradley, call Wayne and the crew there. They will get you set up. You know, maybe if you're over 65 or on disability and uh, you need Medicare, Medicaid, they can help you out with that as well. Or if you're a business owner, you know, maybe you own a small business, so you, you, you know, own a landscape service, whatever it is. Give those guys a call, set up your whole group. Uh, they've got offices in Mullins and Merle's Inlet. They can work with you wherever, wherever you are in the state. Columbia, Seneca, Greenville, Greer. Myrtle Beach, they got, they got clients everywhere. They can certainly take care of you. And this is the time to do it uh, during open enrollment here. The georgeagency.net and the Georgia Agency on Facebook. We've got a comment from Patrick here. Is uh, Burns Gaffney in Roebuck? Burns will play at the reservation against Gaffney next Friday night, Patrick. And then... Chris said that is true, and the one loss was to Bowling Springs. So how about that? Uh, okay. That is a, a, a wild stat because we talked about it on the car back, John. Gaffney is a team that, that they host a lot of playoff games. They're usually yeah. a pretty high seed, and, and they're so in that's Columbia a, a crazy lot. stat. I love that. That's awesome. That is awesome. So he said that's right. He said that's right. Holy moly! So let's, um, John, let's run through the upstate scores one more time. State scores one more time. Then we'll get our teams of the week if that works for you. I'm ready. All right. Upstate scores. The game we just talked about. T.L. Hanna, 31. Hillcrest, 16. Wren, 55. Powdersville, 19. BHP, 52. Palmetto, 18. You know that Palmetto team, we kind of we, we talked, talked about a little bit a couple weeks ago, John. They look a little bit funny in the light. They last were, two. Uh, they look a little funny in the light here. They got into the top 10 and just immediately threw yep. it in reverse. Yep. Fell um, apart over there. They're in the playoffs, but they still fell apart. Yeah. Uh, Camden, 30. Burns, 19. Second ever meeting between those two schools, and Camden's now 2-0 against Burns. Ow. <laughs> How many teams in the state can say they're undefeated against Burns? And I, we don't know where that first game was. It could have been a zip. It yeah. could have been up at I Nixon. think it was in the playoffs. I don't remember where, but I saw that stat from Zach that Johnson is, earlier this week. That is, I know we got a lot of Burns fans, but that yeah. is uh, ugly. Yeah, I'm going to try to pull up the, the stats here in a minute. We, we know we listen to the car. Willis Lane Jr. had over 200 yards rushing against Burns. You know, John, yeah, 217 at one point, and the young man was not done yet. I think we, I think maybe we, we circle back to this game here in a few minutes and kind of give some quick thoughts on that and just the Burns season. Yeah, in we general. we did um, get to listen to a large majority of the fourth quarter of that yeah. game, and I actually had on my phone listened yeah. to. Uh, second half bits and pieces. Yeah. Well, around the rest of the upstate, we had Union County beating Bruni forty-two to forty-one. Spartanburg upsetting Bowling Springs thirty to twenty. That's the Bowling Springs team that had not lost since Week One to Gaffney, losing tonight to Spartanburg heading into the playoffs. Berea blows out Carolina forty-three to eighteen. Woodruff forty-nine, Chesney twenty-eight. St. Joe's thirty-six, Christchurch twenty-nine. Malden blows out easily forty-nine to six. That easy program is just in shambles, John. They are they are oh, over there. Gaffney beats Blackwood 24 to 18 in their first ever meeting there. Greenville, I lose the last game for them, 31 to 6 over JL Man. You hate to see that for Greenville. A very good, very good team there. It's not going to be in the playoffs. Um, you know, I know that I think that the SCHSL made a rule where you can play a game next week if you're not in the playoffs. Right. We're interested to see how many teams take advantage of that. Uh, I don't believe Greenville is. I think that's probably at the end of their season tonight. Travelers Rest blows out Pickens 56 to 13. Greenwood, 28, Emerald, 0. Saluda, 26, 96, 13. Clinton, 38, Strom Thurmond, 6. Pendleton, 23, Seneca, 19. Woodmont, 48, Southside, 18. Southside Christian, 55, Whitmire, 6. This Southside Christian team, John, is a team in 1A 
Then Mike can make some noise. We're talking about I think they make a they lot keep, of noise. They keep winning football games this year. Uh, Abbeville, all over Liberty, 63-0. to zero. I'm trying to remember the stat I had last week about how many points they'd allowed to in-state schools. It Whatever is. it is, it got zero points added to it tonight. So, so update here. Many. Our man Willis Lane, 240 yards. And three visits to the end zone. Willis Lane, huge night for him there. Correction, he just got five more yards. 345. <laughs> Still running. Blacksburg, 42. Blue Ridge, 30, or 39. We had Greer postponed. Chapman Wahala postponed. Beaufort Landrum postponed. Uh, our couple other games of the week, we had North Myrtle Beach blowing out Myrtle Beach 34 to 6. The Myrtle Beach quarterback got hurt at one point, uh, Ryan Berger. Interesting to see how long he is out. Um, I did not see. A blowout coming. Uh, I'm kind of surprised by that Chiefs victory that bad, John. Yeah, and you know, we didn't count on their quarterback exiting that game early either, but that is props to North Myrtle Beach. Yep. It's uh, been a long time coming for those guys. They've had a good team for a while, which is Myrtle Beach has been a little bit better. better. Yep. Uh, Newberry, 35, Vicksburg Leesville, 19 in our other game of the week. And then one more upstate score, John. Eastside, 48, Riverside, 42. Uh, Chris said the playoffs in area 3A is when Canopy burns the first time. That sounds right. He thinks it's at Cannon, but not sure okay. about that. And that Bowling Springs loss is troubling. Since they're heading to play Northwestern. I agree. Uh, yeah. you know, I was high yeah. on Bowling Springs. Uh, they've had a couple nice wins. You know, they beat Greenwood last week or a couple weeks ago. Uh, they've had a couple nice wins there behind Jalen Dodd at quarterback. Tonight, that that I don't know what happened. Spartanburg hadn't beat anybody. I don't know. So hey, I don't they, know what happened to Bowling Springs did, tonight. Did they rest guys? I don't know. Could be, could be. But heading over to play Northwestern uh, next week, it's, it's not a good sign heading into that game for sure. No, and that's a game, if they can get their act together, that's going to be a good game next week yep. in the first round. Yeah. Well, John, you want to hit some state scores right quick? If you got some more, uh, quick run around there, and then we'll do our teams of the week for everybody. Yeah, so we will start with Chesterfield. They are losing. Uh, we don't have a final on this, but... Central Occasion was up 40-13 to 13 last check there. Uh, Travelers rest a big winner tonight over in Pickens. They win 56-13 to 13 over the Blue Flame. Pendleton 23, Seneca 19. Carlton County, a big winner over at Hilton Head Island tonight, 34-13. A little surprising there. Keenan, a winner over Timberland tonight, 52-6. to 6. Here's a good game. Scotch Branch, 36. C.A. Johnson, 35. Still a good season for the Hornets, though, this year. Um, big improvement for those guys. Here is a great, great score. Um, we ha we've talked a ton about Newberry this year, and I think we're going to talk about them a good mm -hmm. bit in the playoffs, too. They go to Batesburg Leesville tonight. They win 35-19 to in that game. Louisville, they shut out Eau Claire tonight, 40-0. Chapin making a big trip tonight. They go up to York, knock off the Cougars 27-21. to Got some upstate scores that we already dropped here. Whale Branch with a 50-burger tonight. They beat Estill 50-0. to West Ashley goes down to Stratford. They knock off Stratford 49-14. to St. John's, they fall at home tonight to James Island 17-6. to Spring Valley blows out Richland Northeast 55-6. to North Central continues to have a great season for those guys. The Knights, they knock off Great Falls 54-8. to And another team kind of flying maybe under the radar. I think we put so much, not pressure, but a lot of anticipation on the Saluda team coming off the state championship last year. They bounced back tonight. They've had a little bit of a tough year. 
but they beat 96 tonight, 26 to 13 on the road. Silver Bluff, they go on the road, shut out Midland Valley, 19 to 0. St. James, also a road winner tonight, 24 to 12 over Lorse. Cross knocks off Lake Marion, 34 to 18. Baptist Hill, a winner over North Charleston, 22 to 8. The Battle for Florence, West Florence, in a closer game than I expected, they beat South Florence 24 to 20. Greenwood, they shut out Emerald 28 to 0. Crescent over Dixie 34 to 0. Williston Elko 58, Denmark Olar 39, Hartsville 69, Darlington 26, and a final score. This is a little bit of a surprise as well. Clinton knocking off Strom Thurmond 38 to 6 tonight. Good win for the Red Devils to close out the regular season for those guys. Um, couple more scores from around the Midlands. Irma puts themselves in the playoffs tonight. They beat Westwood 36 to 14. They will travel to Westside next week, I believe, in a okay. tough ball game there against the Rams. Maybe a chance. I mean, that's 36-14 wins. Yeah. Pretty impressive tonight. Yep. River Bluff, they blow out Lexington 35-10 to tonight. And a score that I wish I did not have to read. Uh-uh. But number one in 4A, they flex tonight all over the Lugoff Belgian Demons, 71-8. to I was trying to pull up the highlights of this <laughs> game. I think this game was in Lugoff, too, which is just I got a, a couple good. more here for you. Uh, the Dillon final. Dillon beats Marlborough County 58-27. to um, Thursday night, Orangeburg Wilkinson defeats Airport 37-18. to King Street beats Mullins eight to six. Where is this other one I had? Another shocker for me, John. Here, um, a team that we are usually pretty high on, but has kind of crapped the bed the last few weeks. And where? Oh, I lost it now. I can't find it. There it goes. Blackfield Hilda thirty-two, Barnwell twenty-one last night. That Barnwell team. I don't know what's going on there. Um, they're not playing their best football right now heading into the playoffs, which is not. What you want to see. And, and no. one more. Got to give a shout out to PD Academy 49 to 28 over Buford Academy. They will play. Playoff game, right? And, uh, playoffs and skis already. So week two, the playoffs going up next week for skis up. Uh, Chris gets another comment, says that next week, Broom will play Spartanburg in kind of an extra game there. That'll be interesting to okay, see. Okay, nice little, uh, the Vikings. A little bit of a rivalry game there for Battle Spartanburg. Battle for East County. Out of Spartanburg, uh, Chris says there. So that'll be interesting. Hey, this is a chance for Broom to you know, step up. Yeah, I remember, yeah. if I remember correctly, Four or five years ago, Bruin beat Burns. If I, if I think if I, in one of those Bruin, one of those really burn, big Burns down years, I'm pretty sure Bruin beat them. So Bruin is no, you know, uh, I can't think of the right word. Slouch. But, yeah, they're no slouch. They're they're you know no pushover when it comes to playing these big teams. Now, they they can beat some of these big guys. Bruin from the early the the 90s and early 2000s, they were a high quality program. Mm-hmm. I remember we I used to live in Chester. They would come up and they, they would beat up the Cyclones. They had, if you remember, the we'll give the where are they now? Joe Don Reams. Ooh, buddy. Was a broom product. And boy, he was exciting to watch. And then a uh, really good player coming out of broom not too long ago. DJ, and his last name is escaping me, he was a Clemson commitment at one point in time. Did not play at Clemson. But then he went to... I want to say either Kentucky or Vanderbilt and had a very good career um, in the SEC. Um, someone help me out with that one. Um, D, D, I know DJ was his first name. Um, yeah. Good play. Good play. A couple more viewers here. So we've got uh, EJ, uh, Brett's in here, Hunter's in here. 
Patrick said he likes Broom in that game, and then he said Broom yeah. beat Burns in a scrimmage years ago. I'm pretty sure. No, really? I think okay. there was a game. I think it was a regular season game. I think it may have been during the Brian Lane years. I don't really know, but I believe Broom beat Burns. If it wasn't Broom, it was some other smaller school that should not have beat Burns. I remember that happening. I can't remember. Maybe it was four or five years ago. It's been a little while now. Uh, one of those down years for them for sure. I have um, Kevin. I'm gonna jump in here. I, I'm looking at some highlights here. For AC floor, mm-hmm. and I'm not a hundred percent positive because of the camera angle, but it looks like floor went fake punt. Was it DJ on Moore? The Chris says DJ, DJ Moore. Moore. DJ Moore. There it is. Winner. DJ Moore. Good fo- good football player at the college level. There it is. Uh, well, John. So are you ready for your team of the week? I think I've got mine lined up. I got a pretty good guess who yours is going to be. Well, you go first. Gosh. I'm going to go with the team uh, that played in one of our games of the week. A team that hasn't won the region in quite a while. Not because they haven't been good, but because they've been better. I'm going to go North Myrtle Beach Chiefs. I like it Beating a lot. Beating Myrtle I Beach. Like I'm going to go with that with them. A, a blowout win. A team that can really run the ball. We talked about that on the, on the pregame show, how they can really, really run it well. Um, and I think they ran all over Myrtle Beach, it sounds like. 34-6 to six tonight. I like it a lot. Uh, you know, mine is, I think, pretty easy here. Got to go Camden Bulldogs. Yeah, you know? yeah. Great pick there. To schedule a game here last minute, and they took about a, I mean, that's uh, that's probably, uh, that's over a 100-mile trip. I'm, I'm thinking that's probably about a two-hour trip for the Camden Bulldogs to come, yeah. up to come up to Nixon Field, play a, and I know Burns say, hey, we've got it down here. It's still a high-quality Burns team. Yeah. You know, they uh, they played Dorman tough. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see what they do in the playoffs down at the reservation uh, next Friday. But, Anytime you can step up, and the boy, the Burns announcers, they made sure everyone was aware that Camden was 3A yeah. and Burns was 5A. But, you know, listen to that game, and, they, you know, it seemed like every other every other hit, when Burns had a football, they're like, ooh, that was a tough hit. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that one hurt. These boys are bringing them up. We heard the pregame show, these guys are big. These guys yeah. are big boys on this yeah, team. They, they came off the bus and said, hey, we're line the ball up. We're ready to go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So very impressive win for those guys. Um and you know, it sounded like there was a lot of a lot of energy and a lot of passion yeah. that came to the sideline. They brought sound like they would listen on the radio, yeah. sound like they brought a bunch of fans, brought some students. Um so really, really cool for yeah. Camden. And that's a uh man, that's a huge jumping off point. Yes. That's getting three A and we say this every year. You know, a couple of years ago it was four A and then mm-hmm. we expanded to a five A. That that three A class Man, the playoffs are going to be very fun. All kinds of fun this year. Well, John, let's stick on that here for, for you know Burns Camden for a second. Talk about that. I, I'll do an hop in here. I do have the game I'm, I was thinking of. Broom defeated Burns thirty-four to twenty-eight on September sixteenth of twenty sixteen. That put Burns at one and four on the season. I remember that game. I remember watching that or uh, having that score. And I see yeah, Broom has beaten the big boys as recently as four years ago. Um, yeah, so back to that Broom Camden game, John, and just Burns in general, or uh, Broom Camden, Burns Camden. You know, Burns, I don't know what to do with them. I, I really don't. You know, we talk about how week one, Mac Long sets the school record, sophomore, you know, rushing record for 200 whatever yards, beating Marcus Lattimore's record. Um, and then, you know, they, they beat Spartanburg fairly handily, but they gave, gave up a lot of points too to them. They really did. Yeah. Come back the next week to play Riverside where they beat Riverside, no big deal. They get a lot of COVID issues here, there, here, there. They come back to play Dorman last week after about four weeks off. Get beat pretty handily by Dorman. And then tonight, 
you'd be pretty handled by, by Camden. And, and really, you know, that game, probably not as close as the score was because six of Burns' points came on a kick return. That's right. That's so, right. you know, I, I don't know what you do if you're Burns. You know, we talked about all year how they've got a pretty good O-line, we thought. Back long, the running, running back is pretty good, we think. I think the quarterback is the issue. Like, you know, they played Blackman kid a lot, and he tried to run it, but all he can do is run and it. Then, and then late in the ball game, they put Blackman out at wide receiver. They put the Rodgers guy in who can throw it a little bit, but he's so young. I think Burns. I mean, I don't. I don't know how they win next week against Gaffney. Yeah, they're, they're going to need a lot, a lot to go their way. But you know, the thing is, and we're over here, you know, bringing this gloom and doom, mm-hmm. acting like Camden's not a good team. Right. Oh no, they you know, certainly are. Certainly there, there's are. a reason Camden said, "Yeah, we'll play this game." Yeah. Obviously, these guys knew. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got a chance to go up there, and we got a chance to beat a, you know, one of the most historic, powerful programs mm-hmm. in the state of South Carolina. Yep. And Dog only did it. Yep. Um, so props to them for having that confidence. But there's a reason they had that confidence. Yeah. They, they believed in it. Not anybody can just go and do that. Yeah. Um, I mean, and we said it last week, you know, uh, Willis Lane Jr., one of the finalists of risk football. So the kid's a big-time player. Like, yeah. How many people – how many people – and I know Burns has only played four games this year. Mm-hmm. How many people have rushed for over 200 yards against Right. Right. Probably one. Um, so, I mean, that's maybe, – maybe I don't know what chance Black did against – against Burns, but I feel like... He didn't do a lot. I think Ty Lindsay actually had the bigger game for them. I feel like we would have been Foster. talking about it. He yeah. had 240 yeah. yards. So th- there's a reason that kid is uh, a chance to get Gatorade Player of the Year for the state, too. Chris says, uh, I know what Gaffney's going to do next week. He's gonna, he's gonna send, they're going to send him home to start basketball. So. <laughs> All right, that. Patrick says, uh, Gaffney looked a little bit sloppy tonight to play better against Burns next week. But this this is not the same Burns team that they've seen in the years past. Um, they... They're not the Bobby Bentley Burns teams for sure. They're not, they're not even the Lawrence Scott, Roger Harris Burns teams from last year either. Yeah, and that um, team had a lot of talent last year. They, they lost a lot. lot. You know, I think they've got they've got to find a way to get Nana Burris more involved on offense. Like he's one of the few like playmakers they have besides I guess Mac Long, who had to come out for a while. For Kentucky, and they had the strong test. offensive line. Yep, yep. Eli Henderson going to Arkansas. Um, you know, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Um, but John, do you have your too far get your butt kick team? You know, this is going to be a little bit of a toss-up here. Uh-oh. I know some people may not like this. I'm giving it to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> I know. But, you know, you run the Grand Strand yeah. for all these years, and then in the big rivalry game, you get blown out. Yep. You get blown out. And when it's a rivalry game, that blast ride don't have to be long at all. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a tough way to go, and I know that – had some bad luck with quarterback going down, but getting beat by by your rival thirty four to six after you kind of own them. Mm-hmm. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah, I want to shout out to you guys. See some more viewers coming in now. We appreciate all the comments tonight as well. Uh, Kevin Thomas, John Epps here. Week seven, moving the chains. Our high school football recap show. Uh, obviously, we're live now on Facebook. If you're on here, hit that like button. Uh, and don't only like the post, like the like our page. Hit the star, hit the heart up there, so you get subscribed when we go live every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Moving Chains. Follow us on YouTube. We've got an audio-only version we put out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Um, you know, what we love about the show, John, we'd say this about every week, is that if you miss us and you tune in late, for one, we're going to hit the scores again. You're going to hear them the second time, third time, whatever. But then the show just stays here. It doesn't go away. I get still on Facebook Live. You can still go watch it on Facebook afterwards. You can watch it on YouTube afterwards, whatever. And, you know, we think that we're really feeling a need. You know, again, tonight, John... We listened to our favorite show on the radio, and we heard about two scores, and we heard about a 10-minute ten ten-minute interview with Greenville Tech, which is just what everybody tunes in for was, after high school games. It's boy, it sounded in so frustrating. We were talking about the Honors College at Greenville yeah. Tech. I, 
Gavin Young's. I did not know there was an honors college. So frustrating. No so disrespecting anybody that goes to Greenville Tech. Yeah. Boar works there. Yeah. I did not know this. Yeah. I don't care to find this information out. No. Friday night at 10 no. o'clock. I don't want to know that. Yeah. I wanna, what did Dorman do tonight? What did Portland Springs do exactly. tonight? Exactly. Yeah. Give us the updates there. Give us the updates there. So that's why we keep doing the show. When we appreciate you guys viewing us. We love to see our viewers grow and grow and grow. We really do appreciate it. Um, got a quick comment from Amy here. It says, sad to see Greenville season come to an end. Good luck to everyone in the playoffs. Yeah, Amy, that is very sad. Let's say team that John and I talked about that I mean, they have potential to to get to the state championship. Maybe even I win mean, it. That's... A lot of talent there. and just it, It's awful the way the playoffs work out this year. It's not really anybody's fault. It's just it, you hate to see it. And, really and then, good. you know, and we've we've seen Greenville play a lot of football over the last few years. Obviously, it's it's easy for us. And this is the best Greenville team yeah. I've seen in a few years. And, yeah. and that's even with Davis Bevel. Yep. You know, yep, agreed. at Greenville last year, who's he's now at Pitt. Um, it, and it stinks the way that they, they get booted out. It was mm-hmm. a three-way tie for the region championship. And not that it's, you know, anybody's fault. Again, right. not that it's Greenville's fault. They just, they lost to the wrong people at the wrong time. And, um, you know, hey, Greer and Greenwood, kudos to them. They've got, you know, good teams this year. But that was a fun Greenville team to watch this yep. year. Yep. With the Scott twins, those were some really fun players to watch. I like the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's fun to watch. Franklin, yep. He'll be there. He's a young guy. He's, he's, he'll be back, yeah. I think, next year. Um, the bowling ball running back. Yep. They yep. had some speed, too. Yep. I like him, too. Um, so, tough. One of the, I think that's one of the saddest things we've yeah. come across this season. <laughs> Chris gets in here and says he, he never understood why he does that on the Greenville Tech comment. We don't understand it either, Chris. It makes no <laughs> sense. To, I know you're your sponsor. They pay the bills, but you got to tell them something besides a 10 minute interview. You can't get that. Like, we do our sponsors. George X, we talk about them in 30 seconds and they're off the screen, but I'll do it right now. We're doing it, right, John. If, if you need an insurance, because these guys have a call. GeorgeXC.net, GeorgeXC on Facebook. If you need it for yourself or for your company, now's the time. Open enrollment's going on. You only have one chance a year to do this, and it's now. It's now until the end of December. For, or now to the end of November for regular insurance. If you're on Medicaid, Medicare, that's till December 15th, I believe it is. Either way, get it taken care of now. Uh, call Bradley, Wayne, Richard, and the crew down there and, and tell them the boys are moving to Chain sent you, and uh, they'll take care of you for sure. Love to have you sign up as clients with those guys. But, John, a couple admin things I kind of want to hit on here that, you know, I've noticed I've seen throughout the year or throughout the week. One of them, uh, you know, Greer had a postponement this week due to COVID. And that means their playoff game next week is going to be actually played on Saturday against Catawba Ridge. That's going to be a very interesting game, John. That's going to be Catawba a Ridge game. has gotten some nice wins this year, uh, but that game will be played on Saturday. I don't know if it's because that's when they get off of the COVID protocol or so they can have a certain number of practices beforehand. I don't know. But that game will play next be played next Saturday in, in 4A there. Uh, another small news out of the, the high school league office. Monday they will be announcing the state championship sites. Some of they're going to be playing – Two classifications at one location, the other three at another one. So it sounds like what they're usually doing. I don't know if it's going to be in Columbia or, or where it's going to be, but that'll come out Monday with where that location is going to be. Um, you know, Chris got to let us know earlier that the playoff brackets are coming out tomorrow around lunch. So then we'll know all the, the at-large teams. There's none in 5A. There's some in 4A, and I believe maybe 2A. I'm not sure about 3A. I know 4A's got a couple. Um, it looks like 4A has some. I've got them right here printed off in front of me. So it's like 4A has has some and no none in 3A. So I'm I'm looking at 3A right now and there are some. Here is one really really cool matchup in the first round. Chester Cyclones a little bit of a down year this year, but that's who Daniel draws in the first round. 
That's a tough first round draw. You know, and I'm excited. You know, obviously the short playoffs stinks for some reasons, like you know, with Greenville getting left out and whatnot. But that means round one, we're seeing say some big time football. There's only eight teams on each side of the bracket this year. Oceanside Collegiate, they gotta face the turtle offense of Ainer. Oh, oh buddy. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be tough. Uh, yeah, I just looked it up. So we got at large teams in four A, two A, and one A. Um so that's interesting to see. Um Chris says, I don't see why they don't do it at Clemson or Willie B. Patrick says I rumors. Think it's with with the colleges and I don't quote me because I don't know the exact wording or decision making but because of obviously with the Gamecocks and Tigers having to do everything they, they need mm-hmm. to do to be within the protocols and, and keep everybody safe. They don't want to put their staff at risk mm-hmm. by hosting uh, hosting a championship. And I think also, especially for Clemson, I would pure conjecture here, mm-hmm. but I don't think they want to bring any more people on campus right. than they have right. to. Especially what we saw last week with Trevor Lawrence. Yep. Um, getting out, you know, yep. that's, I, for that reason alone, you want to keep us moving forward. Chris, coming one or two I have at large. Yeah, and uh, lower state four A has a couple as well, Chris. Um, you know, and, and one thing I'm kind of surprised they're going to do multiple at the same site because of what you mentioned yeah. last week is that they've got to clear out the whole stadium and sanitize the whole stadium between games. Is what I was reading as well. Yeah. So that's going to be tough. I see Patrick says he's got a heard a rumor that Walford could be one of the sites. That would be really. That cool. would be cool. Um, Gonna be odd to see what what comes out with that and what they pick, but hopefully uh, we can sure go in and, and get some of the games and, and check them out for sure, John. Here's another. Uh, should, should we give more sneak peeks about next week? Give a couple, yeah. yeah. And, and while John's looking these up, tune in next week for our playoff preview shows. You know, we're it's gonna, the funniest show of the year. I, yeah, I love. We'll do a one two a three a a combo and then a four a five a combo. We're still debating on the night. Once we get that done, we'll set up an event page. So you guys will just know what night it's going to come out on. Then obviously we'll go live that night. We'll be taking questions as we're going through it and whatever. So be sure to, to tune in and ask those. Working on some cool graphics and whatnot for you guys. So excited about that. But, yeah, John, I mean, give us a couple big matchups. I know we mentioned that Greer Catala Ridge. We mentioned uh, Hillcrest Northwestern, T.L. Hannah and uh, – uh, Springs. And uh, T.L. Hannah and Ridgeview. Ridgeview. Boiling Springs at Dorman. Burns at Gaffney. It's a few of the big ones. And what are some other ones that have kind of caught your eye right quick here as, so, as we, we sign out for the night? In 4A – South Point, mm-hmm. they get to host. Who beat Rock Hill tonight as well, I believe. Very good win for South Point. Um, they got to play Greenwood in the first round. I saw Greenwood play Greenville. Yep. I would not want any part of that group. No, that is a big physical group. Yeah. That That's going to be – South Point probably wins that game. I don't but know. Boy, you know I, they're going to have to earn it. I've been kind of low on South Point this year, John. I talked about that a couple weeks ago. I feel like they're not quite as good as they have been because um, I think they've got too much going on with the with the offense. Like, the, you know, the one game they play Omega Blake at quarterback yeah, the whole time. They can't really make up. They're seeing to play another guy quarterback the whole time. you got to figure something out this late in the season. Um, I'm trying to look for a final of that game right quick to make sure I've got that. But that will be a, a heck of a ball game for sure. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. And Greenwood, you know, they – I don't know who South or yeah they played. So South Point had a really tough game against Rock Hill tonight. Um, I know it was fourteen seven South Point at one point. Rather, they're in the second half of that game. But you know that's no matter what, that's going to be a game that's physical, going to be draining, uh, a lot of emotion, being a rivalry game. Yep. Greenwood got to cruise pretty much against uh, Emerald tonight, so yep. they might come into that game a little more fresh, a little more rested. 
I've got the final here. South Point 21, Rock Hill 18. Wow. This point of season for the for the Bearcats. So, you know, they had some yeah. big games earlier they couldn't capitalize on, and that's at least their third loss this year, if not fourth. Yeah, I know tough, they won't uh, lose a tough, tough season for season those guys. Yeah, tough season. I think also Sumter as well early. So, tough year for those guys. Um, it'll be interesting to see, John. You know, I'm, like I said, like that. I'm excited to get these playoff brackets full, filled out and kind of make some calls. What we're probably going to do, like I mentioned, we're going to do the, our previews next week. We'll probably do a show next Friday night, you know, recapping that. Obviously, we'll do, our, we'll do our normal recap stuff. And then we'll do a show again the week of the state championships, talking about that. And I'm sure we'll we'll be calling each other dumb for, for picking up whatever teams we did uh, next week that we did. And I'm sure it'll it'll backfire by then, of course. But uh, we'll see. Uh, Chris says South Point taking, taking Greenwood to the, to the woodshed next week. That will surprise really? me if that happens, okay. Chris. That, right. that Greenwood team can play. They got kind of that funky offense. You don't see a lot of. Oh, he said Rock Hill's winless, so certainly winless. not a good season for the Bearcats. <laughs> certainly not a good season for the Bearcats. That's not Bearcat football. No. Um, oh man. But yeah, so gonna be interesting playoffs, Sean. Like we mentioned earlier, it's just we're gonna see tons of big games right away. And I have okay. I have some bad news. Lower State five A. So I I think I don't know. Help me out here. Who else is in the Carolina Forest region? Because they are tabbed as the number two coming out of that region. Carolina Forest region. Oh, yes. Sumter is the one there. Sumter is the one. Sumter the one. Carolina Forest the two there. Bad news. Great game. Carolina Forest on the road first round. They get a Goose Creek. That's going to be a – if you had asked me two weeks ago, hey, Goose Creek, Carolina Forest, when did they meet? I go, ooh, probably really late. Yeah. Well, it is late already, Jeff. It, it is. <laughs> Round one is late. Um, so that, that's a late. big game. And the winner, the winner of Goose Creek, Carolina Forest, will go to Dutch Fork, most likely, mm-hmm. um, in the second round. Yep. Greenwood will travel to South Point next week as well. So that, that right. does help out South Point there, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, going to be interesting, interesting um, for sure, to see. Yeah, we'll get you guys updated probably tomorrow or Sunday on when these shows will be so you can set your calendars. We know you guys are, are on the edge of your seat waiting for them. I know I am. I know you are, too. Um, anything else you want to hit on, John, before we get out of here? Um, props again to Willis Lane, Cannon, Cannon yep. Bulldog, just the whole program for what they did tonight. That's awesome. Yep. See them see them do that. And, you know, I didn't really want to talk about AC4 tonight, but. We haven't talked a ton about them this year, and they're, they're going to be one, fun to they're watch. They're one team before A. Um, I do want to shout out our games to league one more time. T.L. Hannon, 31, Hillcrest, 16. Wren, 55, Powdersville, 19. North Myrtle Beach, 34, Myrtle Beach, 6. Newberry, 35, H. Marlesville, 19. Our teams of the week, John goes with Camden. I go with North Myrtle Beach. Great night of football, John. Um, appreciate you guys tuning in. I know we have a lot of comments from Chris and Patrick. We appreciate that. Amy getting in with comments. Mark Tyrell Corley getting in with comments. Uh, everybody. Um, viewing it. We had a lot of viewers here tonight. I appreciate that. Like I said, like the page, share it, tell your friends, set up your notifications so you know when we go live. Moving the Chains SC on Facebook, Moving the Chains on Instagram and Twitter, on YouTube, Moving the Chains, or on, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We're, we're everywhere social media can take you. You can find us. And um, we're excited to get these playoff shows going. We got some good stuff coming for you guys next week on that as well. Then we're going to be with uh, Rob when he has an update previews and play playoffs next Thursday or Friday as well. That'll be fun to do. So definitely tune yeah. in and tell your friends. We're trying to we're trying to make this show big, man. We, we work hard on this, guys. Like I know that you know we appreciate y'all tuning in, but this is something that we do it for fun. But we we do put a lot of work into it. We really do, and 
and all, all the support is much appreciated, um, like we do from our sponsor, the Georgia ACC, who helps pay for us to go to games when we have to pay. Unlike tonight, shout out John Kane again, getting us in with the passes. Hey. Big time there for him. CL Hanford tonight, they don't need anybody. That's right. They, boy, they, Boston College needs to come talk to them about how to yep. spend money on baseball. Yep. Chris, you're exactly right. New season, new season starting next week. Everybody's 0-0. Doesn't matter what you did. You just got to win. Just win, baby, win. But that easy, huh? Yeah. Just go. To, just go to the reservation. And be. Hey. Do second, something. That, second time in forty years. It's got to happen, right? Yeah. You know, we've landed on the moon sixty years ago. That seems about to be as hard as a task as beating the Indians at the reservation. The playoffs. That's it. That's it's incredible. It. Well, for John Epps, I'm Kevin Thomas. This has been a great show. Week seven, moving the chains. Excited to come to you guys twice next week, and then our recap show as well. So stay tuned for that. Uh, have a great weekend. We will catch you guys soon.